Good morning, good morning. Good to have you all here on this beautiful sunny Sunday morning. Isn't it a nice day out there? A little crisp, but we can handle crisp. That's not a problem. It's not snow, no ice, so uh, we're glad of that. Uh, welcome to the uh, FC Chambers Choir. Good to have you all with us. Looking forward to uh, hearing from you this morning. Let's see what we have in the way of announcements. If it's your first time joining us, we'd love you to stop by the Welcome Center out there. We have a gift for you, and we'd like to uh, know about your visit. If you're joining us online for the first time, uh, sbtnd.org slash connect. Uh, let us know you're out there listening. We would uh, just en enjoy that. Carols and Cookies is coming up December the 18th. Every year we do this. It's the Sunday night before uh, Christmas usually, and so uh, Sunday, December the 18th. After the evening service, we'll have cookies and uh, hot chocolate, and we just sing songs and uh, just enjoy the time. It's a great time. If you've never been to it, you'll love it. If you have been to it, you already know. So just plan on that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Christmas at Southeast on Christmas Eve, that Saturday night, we have a service, 7 o'clock. And then Sunday, we have one service on Christmas Day, just one, no Sunday school, no evening service, the 1045 service, and uh, the choir's got some special things for us. Looking forward to that on that Christmas Sunday. Ladies, at Bible Study of Ruth, uh, you sign up by giving your $20, and uh, that will get your book, and you'll be ready for that in January. So you ladies can look forward to that. Missions conference coming up on January the 20th through the 22nd. Uh, we could use housing for one missionary. If there's somebody that has housing available for that, that would be great. Uh, but otherwise, we've got some things going there. The Sandals are in Germany. Now, this is an interesting uh, update from the Sandals. They're missionaries of the week. And uh, they have, they have uh, you have to read their letter, but it's all about water. Uh, a water barrel and uh, testing the waters, but I want to read you the uncharted waters because they're missionaries in Germany, and uh, after the retreat, a fellowship, a fellow, I'm sorry, missionary uh, from the Agamalians of the Agamalians family, I don't know if I'm saying that right, so if I'm putting your name, I apologize for that, uh, followed us back to our home in Dresden. We had with the Korean pastor to have Tigran preach to the Ukrainians on July 17th. There were 40 Ukrainians in attendance. So the Korean pastor announced that they would continue to have Ukrainian services. So now there's three languages involved, right? Uh, then it goes on to say, then the uh, Argamalians, the new missionaries there, met with a Russian family in our church. So now there's Russian, Ukrainian, uh, Korean, German, and is that it? I don't know. Anyway, so you can see the, the ministry is just hopping over there. God's been doing some wonderful things, and so just continue to uh, pray for the Sandals. They would appreciate it. I have a couple of other quick announcements. If you're interested in helping out with <clears throat> Bibles or blankets for the, one of our, mission, or, uh, of our nursing home ministries, uh, blankets can be dropped off out there in the uh, breezeway. Uh, we have Bibles. They're about $7 a piece is what we found them for. Uh, so we've gone ahead and ordered the Bibles. What we'd like, though, for you, if you're interested in, in uh, sponsoring one of those Bibles, uh, is to put a note in the Bible so that we can pass them out at the nursing home with the, with the uh, note as well. And so you can say something that you know, you're praying for them and, and maybe how that God might use the Bible in their lives. So a good way for you to just be very personal in uh, your support of that as well. And then Matt and Mary are uh, all wanting to invite you to an open house. We already announced that they're engaged. And uh, so their open house is going to be February the 18th. Uh, there's a, this is on the board out there, and you're all welcome to come and celebrate their marriage. 
they're having a private ceremony. The open house will be what they're having for uh, all of us to uh, attend. And so looking forward to uh, them having that February the 18th from 1 to 3. It's kind of a drop-in type of, of uh, open house, all right? Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to bless our time together. Father, it is a joy to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity to gather in your house, to sing praises unto you, and to allow you to uh, challenge us, to uh, thank you for the choir being here. pray that you would give them strong voices, and uh, may their singing be a blessing to our hearts as they uh, present to us today, and we ask that we can be a blessing to them as well. Thank you for the um, things yesterday in the parade, and ask that you continue to bless there, and we'll thank and praise you for all that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. I did forget to mention the parade. If you uh, were part of the parade, you already know it was a joy we had. I don't know how many people we had there, Pastor Andrew, you know, 50, 40 or 50 of our church people that were there. Uh, but the parade itself was huge. It was one of the biggest uh, parades. They finally opened it back up in Wanamaker after, uh, after COVID. We had two floats and just had a great time with the parade. So uh, if you want to go online, you can look at some of those pictures, and Pastor Andrew will let you share with those. We're so glad you're here this morning. Just two other quick announcements. Uh, Lay Science School class, the next service, you'll still be in the teen room. We told you you may have to switch, but you'll still be in there in the, where you have been meeting. And then our Christmas services, looking forward to that. There's a bunch of these invites out there. If you want to take one and pass down the back as the QR code, that takes them to our website that gives more information. Uh, there's a video out that you can share on social media. And look forward to selling Christmas. It's the most, most wonderful time of the year. I love Christmas. So we're going to sing some carols this morning. So if you're able, please stand with us. And we'll sing all four verses of Joy to the World. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the crown. He comes to make his blessings known, for as the curse is found, for as the curse is found, for as, for as the, on that last, he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love. And wonders, wonders of His love. Amen. You may be seated. This time we'll hear from the FC Chamber Choir.
students spread across 10 choirs. This is our uh, top mixed concert choir consisting of 30 students. Uh, so these are juniors and seniors who have been in our program for several years uh, and went through a uh, highly competitive audition process to get to this point. Uh, I believe at some point I have taught now every single Ruli child. Um, every Ruli, depending, it does not matter which parents, I have taught them all. So thank you for being literally one-fifth of our choir for the last 15 years. Uh, we are getting ready for Sounds of the Season, which is our holiday extravaganza that we have at Franklin Central every year. Uh, we have six sold-out performances uh, that incorporates chamber choir as well as five of our other choirs and our band and orchestra, uh, and also a guest choir from one of the other Franklin Township elementary, intermediate, or junior high schools. So uh, these are some of the pieces that we'll be singing next week. So this is one that will be with all of the men of our choral department, uh, and this is Noel. It is a Nigerian song. The translation, just so you're all on board with that, uh, is Noel, Noel, Jesus has come to live with us. If you want to know the child, you have to come kneel before him. So uh, that is the translation. It never actually gets to English, but that is how it goes. This is Noel.
which are able, please stand for the reading of sacred scripture. The epistle to the Hebrews, chapter 6, beginning in verse 13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself, saying, Surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God, 
willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, made in high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. May the Lord prosper his word whereto he sent it. You may be seated. Thank you, Jonathan, for that reading. Thank you, choir. Looking forward to hearing one more time, singing a couple more uh, Christmas songs this morning. So join in. You may remain seated as we sing What Child Is This? What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems glee, while shepherds watch are keeping? This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. This, this is Christ and love the song this morning and we have a lot of visitors with us today we uh, do a hymn of the month we learn a new song each uh, month and so this uh, song was just recently written by Chris Anderson he's a pastor in Virginia 
and the music by Greg Hobbegger. He used to be a music pastor at Burge Terrace uh, many years ago, and it kind of talks, takes the night, and there was a lot of difficulties at the time of Jesus' birth. You know, Mary and Joseph couldn't find a place to stay. They had to go on a trip. Uh, she was expecting, and yet through this dark night, light shone forth, and that was Jesus Christ, the light. Uh, so I'll sing the first verse. I'm learning this too, so I might hack my way through it. Uh, but then I'll have you guys join in. We'll sing that first and second verse of How Dark the Night. How dark the night in Bethlehem Where travelers sought for rest How crude the cave they sheltered in While sheep and hawks in sleep Yet light burst forth into the world Dispelling sin and strife The child born to a virgin girl Was Christ the light of life Alright, let's try it together. Go ahead and stand. This is the last song we'll sing this morning before the choir comes back. We'll try that verse first and then we'll add the second. Here we go. How dark the night in Bethlehem Where travelers sought for rest How cave they sheltered in while sheep and hawks in sleep yet light burst forth into the world dispelling sin and strife the child born to a virgin girl was Christ the light of life let's try that second as the last how dark the night o'er pastures bleak, where shepherds kept their watch. How cold the wind which stole their sleep and stung their weary flock. But glory pierced the midnight sky and turned fatigue to fright. The king is born. Sing, you may be seated. This time we'll hear from the choir one more time.
bad that is because I don't stop singing much anyway so ah that was uh so last week or last month Pastor Andrew had us singing our hymn of the month and it was uh, Jesus the better remember and so Jesus one of those is the better Moses and uh, that song is about the children of Israel and in 
in Egypt and waiting to be uh, exited out, and Moses struggling with his ability to be used by God and all of the, all the things that are incorporated in that. And then, of course, uh, the Bible presents Jesus as the better, which is what we're talking about today. We're in John chapter uh, 1, is where we're going to be in John chapter 1. And uh, it's just a great story. Uh, as we've talked through uh, you know, this morning, I think Pastor Andrew was mentioning in the, uh, the song, the, our new song of the month, uh, how that you know Christ is that light. In fact, the, the second verse ended with that he was born to be light, right? And that's, that's really what Christmas is all about. So what happens is, uh, you know, at the beginning of the scripture, God creates man. And shortly after the creation, man chooses to turn against the things of God and sins. And it plunges man into a darkness of sin. It plunges man from life to death. And man, uh, you know, becomes spiritually dead and in great need of a savior. And uh, that's what the story of the scripture is. And then we come to the New Testament where Christ, the savior of the world, comes into uh, being. Jesus says, we'll be in John chapter 1 in just a moment, but let's read John chapter 10. I'll share this verse with you. Jesus said, a thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. A thief just comes for one reason, right? Steal, kill, and destroy. But, he says, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. In John 12, Jesus says, I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth in me should not abide in darkness. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you so much for the, uh, the thrilling messages of song that we've heard and the, uh, the opportunity we have now to look into your word and allow you to uh, show us what the reason for this season is. We thank you for the holiday. We thank you for the choir being here. We pray that you would now bless as we uh, take a few moments to just consider what you would do in and through us. And we'll thank and praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So through this thing called sin that separates us from God, and all of a sudden the world is plunged into this darkness. That's, that's kind of where the world is. I don't know. Is my mic working so I can move? All right. I wasn't sure if it was working or not. They were having some trouble with it earlier. So the world is plunged into this darkness. Now here's an interesting thing. There is only one answer to darkness. What is it? Light, right? That's how you overcome darkness. Light. There's only one answer to death. What is it? Light. That's it. There's only one answer to both of those. It's an amazing concept. The Bible says the wages, the payment for sin is death. Because we've been separated from God through sin, we are spiritually dead in our trespasses and in our sins, the Bible says. And so there's only one answer to that, and that is for God to breathe in life. That's the only answer there is. Uh, when darkness comes in, the Bible declares that you know, sin is this great darkness that comes upon the, the mankind. And when darkness comes in, there's only one answer. That is light. When it's dark, we turn on a light. And so we need, as mankind who has been plunged into this darkness, plunged into death through sin, we need light and we need life. The problem is you can't get light from darkness. You have to bring light into darkness. You can't get light, life, from death. You must bring life into it. So... For us to say, okay, so we're going to fix ourselves, doesn't work. 
We have been plunged into darkness. We've been plunged into death. And there's nothing we could do that would fix the problem that we face. Someone else must be able to bring in light and bring in life because all we have to offer is darkness and death. So here's mankind. We're in trouble. We are in deep trouble here. But the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that's what John chapter 1 is going to be all about. In the beginning, John chapter 1 and verse 1, was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is talking about Jesus Christ. And in the beginning was the Word. Jesus is that living Word, we're told in the Scripture. And what God wants to do and what's God, what God's plan is, is to bring Jesus into this world and with Jesus comes light into the darkness and life into the death. He is the light, or the life, and the life is the light of men. It goes on to say, and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Now here's the problem, right? Um, the light is now coming in. Jesus Christ has come to this world. He has come as the Son of God. He has died on a cross to be the payment for our sin, and the light is there. The life is available. Anyone who wants this life, anyone who wants to access the light, has the ability, but the darkness comprehended it not. We have a dark heart. We need for God to bring that light to us and to to bring us to Christ. And the Bible says here, I love this passage because the Bible shows us how he does that. Look at verse uh, 6. It says, There was a man sent from God. His name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. All men through this light might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That is the true light, and I love verse 9, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now listen, the we can't fix ourselves. We are in darkness and we are dead in our trespasses and sins. But God has sent Jesus Christ to this world. And that light of Jesus Christ lights every man. So that there's literally no one that we know who cannot respond to Jesus Christ. The light has come to every man that cometh into the world. Every single person that comes into the world has access to the light. And today, and for Christmas, this is, what, this is what Christmas is all about. We celebrate the light that, it co that has come into the world. We celebrate Jesus Christ being born because man desperately needs a Savior. We can't do this on our own. We're in darkness. We're dead in our trespasses and sins. We need light, and light doesn't come from darkness. And we need life, and life doesn't come from death. We need someone to step in. And the Bible says Jesus is that someone. It says, verse 10, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. And he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But look at verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And, and uh, you know what? Moses and the children of Israel had to come, come to grips with in this last song was to exercise faith, to trust a God that was difficult to understand, to trust a promise 
that didn't always make sense. God says to Moses, Moses, go and set my people free. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you to bring the children. And Moses literally, read the, read the story. Moses is like, God, I don't think you understand who you're talking to. I don't think I'm the guy, right? I, I, I don't speak well. I get nervous about things, etc., etc. Here's Moses. He's coming up with all kinds of excuses. He's like, send somebody else in. And God says to Moses, I'm going to use you, Moses, and you need to trust me. The children of Israel, as Moses comes to deliver the message, Moses is right. He's like, they're going to look at me and say, what do you, who do you think you are? Why should I trust you, children of Israel, or Moses? Children of Israel are like, if we try to do this, the Egyptians are going to kill us. And at some point, everyone had to take a step of faith to trust the promises that God was giving. God had promised years earlier, centuries earlier, that he was going to bring Israel out of Egypt and bring Israel into this promised land. He had made that promise, and now it was time for them to trust God's promise. From the very beginning, Genesis chapter 3, right after Adam and Eve brought sin into this world, God made a promise. The first time that the gospel of Jesus Christ is mentioned in the Bible is Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And God promised that he would send a son of Eve and Adam to crush the serpent's head, to overcome the darkness, to overcome the death, and bring light and life into the world. And that Savior is Jesus Christ. Now, it seems almost too easy, but it is the absolute Bible truth. How do we then access the light, Pastor John? It's hard for me to comprehend this. It is. It's hard for our darkness to understand grace. It's hard for our death to understand life. But Jesus came to be the light, and he came to be the life. And the Bible says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And now it's upon us, much like it was Moses and the children of Israel. It's upon us. Are we going to take a step of faith? Are we going to trust the promises of God? The whole, the whole purpose of Christmas, choir, uh, thank you so much, you guys did a great job, I tell you. The whole purpose of Christmas is to celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ. Because a world plunged into darkness and a world dead in its trespasses and sins desperately needed a Savior. And a God who loved the world so much gave his only begotten Son to be that Savior. And Jesus Christ came as light and life to us. How do we access that? How do we get past the not comprehending, Pastor John? I must take a step of faith. Faith is not understanding. It's not. When Thomas said, I'll believe only if I can see and touch. And Jesus said, blessed are they who believe who have not seen. Faith is not understanding. It's trusting. I may not understand how grace works. I may not understand how all of this concept of salvation works. But I know that there's a God in heaven who loves me and has promised that if I'll trust him, he'll keep his promise. He kept his promise by sending Jesus, the light and life of the world, and he will keep his promise to you and I when we place our faith, our confidence, our trust in Jesus Christ as 
the Savior of the world, not only of the world, the Bible says not for our sins only, but the sins also of the whole world, but not only of the world, but for me. Because the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. So it's a great step of faith. I, I, I'm not trying to make all of this make sense. I'm not. It does not make sense. Why would God love... Now, you guys don't know me that well. Many of you that are visiting, thank you so much for visiting with us today. You don't know me that well, but my church family does. So this would be no surprise to them. I am a sinner, a desperate sinner in great need of a Savior. I mess things up pretty consistently. Ask my family. I, I need help. I, I'm not good at this life. I am... I, I, but I have accomplished, well, I can't say I've accomplished it, but here's the thing. I trust God. So when I mess up, here's what the Bible says. I love this. The Bible says this. When my heart condemns me, God is greater than my heart. I love that. So that the promises of God stay consistent even when I'm still messing up. So I'm not here to try to make this all make sense. Grace does not make sense to me. Why would God love me? David, King David of old, said this, What is man that thou art mindful of him? David didn't understand it. I don't understand how God could love someone like me. I know what I do. I know how I act. I know what I deserve. And I deserve by a holy God to be left alone in my sin and in my darkness. But for some reason, God loves us. In fact, so much so that Jesus goes on to say about himself in Matthew chapter 18, for the Son of Man has come. Not only has he come to be light and life, but listen to what the Bible says. The Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. In Luke, he says it this way, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. So not only does God love me, and not only has God provided a way for me to have my sins forgiven and to have this death that I'm under, this death curse that I'm under, be lifted and be given eternal life through Jesus Christ, not only did he provide it, but this God of ours seeks me out. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. I was 16 years old when I first really understood this message. That there's a God who loves me. And he was speaking to my heart that morning. June 5th, 1977. Yes, teenagers, I'm old. Okay, so June 5th, 1977. 16 years of age, I heard that message. And I understood for the first time that God loves me. I don't know why. I don't understand that concept. I still don't understand the why. I just know it's true. And I took a step of faith to trust the God who loves me to keep his promise that if I would put my faith in his son, Jesus Christ, to be the payment for my sins, that my sin debt would be forgiven, that the curse of death would be lifted, and I would be given the gift of eternal life, knowing that when this life is over, I have a place in heaven prepared for me, the Bible says. 
That's what I know. I don't understand it. I'm not trying to explain it in a way that you'll understand it. I'm trying to tell you that right now, if you'll listen carefully, there's a God who's in heaven who's speaking to you. You know how I know that? Because Jesus came to seek and to save. That's what he does. And if you're here and you've never trusted Jesus Christ, your Savior, there's a God who's in heaven who's saying, please, would, would today be the day that you would take a step of faith and trust me, trust me to keep my promise. And that God will bring into your life light and life, light to dispel the darkness and light to lift the curse of death and everything changes. And we pass then from death unto life. And all those who believe, here's what the Bible says, are, it's made possible for us to become the sons of God. Incredible thought. Can we have heads bowed and eyes closed, please, for just a moment? Not only did Jesus come to be a light to the world and life to the world, but the amazing thing about this is that he has come to be light and life to you. To you. In the book of the Revelation, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open the door, I will come in and eat with him. Christ wants to come into your life. But he does not force himself upon us. But he stands at the door and knocks. And perhaps right now, you can sense that God speaking to you who has a desire to give you light and to give you life. So Pastor John, I recognize I've, I've, never, I've never placed my faith, my confidence, my trust in Jesus Christ to be my Savior. And I, I need to do this, Pastor John. What should I do? The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Right now, right where you're sitting in the quietness of this moment, quietness of this moment, you can place your faith your confidence in Jesus Christ to be your Savior. And a God who cannot lie will keep his promise to you. The Bible says, Who shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, would you simply ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and save you? Lord, I know I need a Savior. I know I'm in darkness. I know I'm under the curse of death. Lord, I need light and life. Would you please save me? I don't understand why, but this is the promise you've given. I'm going to trust it. And like Moses and the children of Israel of old, take that step of faith to trust God to keep his promise, to do in us and for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Would you do that right now in the quietness of this moment? I'm going to ask, please, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed and no one please looking around, if you'd say, Pastor John, as best I know how, sitting here this morning, I place my faith, my confidence, my trust in Jesus Christ, just sitting here this morning, to be my Savior. No one else is looking around, just you, me, and the Lord. But would you just look up here at me and make eye contact with me so I can see that? Amen. Did you mean that? Amen. Anyone else make sure I see that? Did you mean that? God's not a liar. Did you mean that? Amen. 
Amen. Did you mean that? Amen. Praise the Lord. Give me all look this way for a moment. About six or seven people just looked up at me. The Bible says this. It's an amazing thing. I, I, the Bible amazes me over and over again. But the Bible says when one person comes to Jesus Christ, all of heaven stops what it's doing and rejoices because of that one. And, you know, assuming that we all understood each other, six or seven people looked up at me to say, this morning, as best I know how, I place my confidence, my trust in Jesus Christ as my Savior. And right now, all of heaven has stopped. And there's a great choir in heaven singing right now, this moment, and rejoicing at what God is doing. What a wonderful time Christmas is. And now, for many of you, you'll, you'll have a way to celebrate it in ways you've never understood before. Because now that light and life has come to you, everything is changed. And uh, we would be honored to be able to talk to you about that more. If you have any questions, that's what we're here for. We're going to stand. We're going to sing a song together, Just As I Am, without one plea. And if you want to talk, step out and talk to someone now, you're welcome to. If you just are a Christian and you want to just come and... And uh, thank the Lord for the gifts that he's given to you at Christmas time. The altar's open to you. Whatever it might be, as we sing just as I am, you step out. Let the Lord have his way, would you? is going to step out and do some care. Is that now that you're doing caroling or is that at the end? I have no idea when you're doing it. Is that now or later? Or are you not doing it all? <laughs> I thought you guys were doing some caroling. I thought so. You don't have to do anything. I'm just, I was just talking. If you want to sing, we'll all, we all love to hear you. So, but that's fine. Uh, those of you who are just visiting with us, welcome. We're glad to have you. We're going to give the choir a little bit of extra time to get uh, drinks and freshened up because we have another service that's exactly like this one. Uh, I don't preach exactly the same ever twice in a row, but uh, the service itself is like this one. And uh, so you're welcome to stick around and uh, some Sunday school classes going on now or whatever. So the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you, give you peace. God bless you, you are dismissed.